Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Media. We actually found that we get higher scores where customers have interacted with a virtual agent and a real agent than with the real agent alone, which is amazing. Technology can really actually enhance the customer experience. Hello, I'm Stacey Gota, Portfolio Director at Ashton Media and your host of this new Ashton Cast series, Reimagine Marketing, brought to you by our friends at SAS, Leaders in Analytics. These are short, sharp stories and solutions to the biggest challenges in marketing, advertising, media, and CX. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment and tell anyone that you know that is interested in this industry about this podcast and your favorite episode. You can find Ashton Cast on all of the major podcast players, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Acast, Stitcher, and more. I am thrilled to have Rachel McDermott, Associate Director of CX from Optus with us on Ashton Cast. Thanks so much for joining us, Rachel. Hi, Stacey. Great to be here. Um, so let's kick off talking about um, CX, which is a discipline that has obviously gained a huge amount of momentum over the last few years. Um, how have you seen CX evolving in line with developments in technology such as you know, AI and automation? Yeah, look, CX has evolved enormously over the last few years and all underpinned by technology, a lot of it. Um, we've had to evolve uh, hugely uh, how we do things. I mean, it's all underpinned by, you know, what customers are looking for and they have a lot of different experiences, I guess, and uh, what they're looking for and what they want and expect from us evolves over time. It's all um, their expectations generally based on their last best experience. So if they've mm. had a, a great experience through another business, you know, digital, you know, a lot of the very, um, the smaller digital uh, businesses have a provide a really good CX. So they expect us to be in line with that as well. So yeah, it's huge. I mean, we've really embraced it, um, particularly in say our care space. We get 20 million customers contacting us each year. So you can imagine trying to assist the, all of those uh, customers in an efficient way is much easier. Uh, technology sort of really enables um, a great experience with that. You're so right about that last best experience. You know, we're very much in an experience economy and we're competing with every other sector and industry. Absolutely. And we've got, you know, we've got our physical channels, we've got our retail stores, mm. we've got our contact centres, we've got, you know, our website, we've got our app. Um, you know, customers want to interact with us in a, in a lot of different ways. So mm. we're actually providing them far more options than they ever had before. And, you know, we've got to keep constantly uh, raising the bar. I mean, our app... Um, is a great example where we've really evolved that over time. We've now got an app rating of 4.6, which is uh, industry leading, I think. That's so great. it's, um, yeah, we're, we're really um, working hard to make sure that all our customers, all customers have access to um, all our channels and they all provide an exceptional CX. And mm. um and just talking about scale there, you mentioned, you know, those 20 million customers and autom automation is one way that we can, you know, achieve ex experience kind of at scale. Um, why does automation become such a key investment for, for the efficient use of resources and, and in enhancing our ability to better meet the needs of our customers? Yeah, automation is critical. It provides a lot of benefits, both for our customers and for us. Um, it can really enhance the, the experience we provide and enable us to connect better. 
um, because we understand their needs, we're able to provide the right solutions. It's also great for our employees. I mean, for them, it's taking away some of those menial tasks, the sort of repetitive things, leaving them to focus on actually providing um, a great experience for our customers. We can, you know, simplify many of our sort of back-end processes. We can um, give our uh, agents the right information they need at the time about that customer so they can help them. I mean, one of the uh, great use case, I guess, on automation on our side is uh, MPS surveys. So after mm. our, you know, customers have had an experience with us, we, or, uh, by automation, we send them a, a survey and we can really understand, you know, what worked well in that experience, what was not so good and where we can approve. So mm. that's um, been a fantastic um, tool to really help us understand and um, keep do a pulse check on our customers every day. Yeah, great. Um, and how are you combining that power of automation with, you know, championing the very human element of CX and marketing? Yeah, well, look, a lot of the, I mean, it's all about having the data and automation enables us to to get the data to really understand our customers. As I said, we've got uh, obviously our NPS surveys that where the customers um, really can describe their experience um, and it gives us a lot of information. We can also um, look at, you know, how customers are using our products and we can help them then uh, make sure they're getting the best service for their needs. Um, mm -hmm. We can be more targeted, making sure that our, our messaging is sort of hitting them at the right time in the right way as well. Um, and we've got the ability, we can test and learn um, with automation as well. We can sort of see what's working, what doesn't work so well and um, really optimise that over time. Mm, takes out some of that effort. Takes out a lot of effort <laughs> from a lot of people and, uh, yeah. and it gives us, it's, you know, it can be very quick as well. We can get results and understanding very quickly and see the response if something's not working or if it is working. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can do a lot more, um, you know, it gives us a lot greater ability to segment our market as well um, and, and um, make sure, you know, we're really sending relevant messages. AI is something we've also been hearing a huge amount about now for the past several years. Where do you think its real potential lies regarding how we engage with our customers? Yeah, AI, the potential is huge. We're learning, I guess, every day what it can do for our customers and how it can help. It's really a big part of our CX transformation journey. Um, a lot of it is about um, reducing effort for customers, you know, letting them be able to do tasks or get some information in an easy, accessible and it's very quick, um, convenient manner. Um, it can be, you know, we can personalise the experience um, and make sure they can get what they need when they, when they need it. So we'll, um, you know, we can get to it via the app. It's very easy for our customers to interact with us um, and get a response um, very quickly. Yeah. And is AI something that you're experimenting with a lot at Optus? And, and if so, how, how is that impacting the customer experience? Yeah, look, I'd say we're actually beyond sort of experimenting. We sort of started our journey about two years ago. Mm. Um, and then within the last 12 months, we've really been focused on developing our assistant, um, our Optus assistant. So when we um, started our journey, we were, it was all about creating a, an AI-powered bot that would allow customers to have a personalised experience um, and that would enable them to resolve queries and do uh, transactions without um, the need for anyone there. We're now actually handling about 100,000 customers a week and we've had oh. two, over 2 million conversations in the last 12 months. 
So we're actually able to resolve one in six of our queries via the bot now. Yeah, that's great. So it's been, you know, amazing success. And obviously in the the situation with COVID, it's become even more important Mm. um, to be able to assist a lot of uh, customers very quickly. So, you know, the... You know, we can use it. They could, there's a lot of different um, inquiry types that are covered now by the bot. You know, they can either get information or perform a transaction, um, things like that. And we've, we're adding to it and evolving it every day. Mm. Have you faced any um, particular challenges with getting, you know, the AI kind of bot up and running? Um Look, it's always a challenge with a new system to, to, I guess, make sure you've got it right. You've got to integrate it with the back end. You've got to make sure it's, um, you know, meeting the, the needs of customers and they're comfortable with it. I mean, one one of the learnings, I think, that comes out of the bot is that customers don't want it to be sort of really, you know, they don't want to have, uh, you know, chat. They just want mm. to get to the point and do whatever they need to do it. And yeah. that's that. So it needs to be human and personal and, and, and give them, but yeah, just quick and quick and um and easy is yep. the main thing that they need needs to be gets the job done absolutely <laughs> um so shifting gears a little bit here um attribution modeling is obviously another really important aspect particularly from from the marketing perspective um how can we work towards best practice attribution modeling that really allows us to um ensure an effective marketing mix when we're engaging with our with our customers and, and future customers I guess marketing is all about knowing your customers. So really (laughs) understanding their needs and providing the right solution for them when they need it. So it's about having that that right data so you know where's the best time to be communicating with them and which are the right people and in the right place. So it's it's about connecting with your customers. So uh, all of these technology solutions really enhance that and that ability to do that, definitely. Mm. Perfect. Um and what would you say is next for our customers and, and the ways in which we communicate them? What do you think they'll come to expect from us over the next few years? Yeah, look, Optus is always <laughs> pushing the boundaries in this area. And I think, um, as we said, it's evolved so much over the last couple of years and it will definitely continue to evolve. I mean, our CEO has a really strong focus on CX. She's always pushing us to go further, to look at all the different elements of an experience and, and make sure we're delivering the best possible CX. Um, so it's really about sort of getting, you know, relevant messages, right time, right place, um, making sure that, um, you know, that's that's not something I guess that's changed, um, but it's just our ability to do that in the different ways. It's really um, enabled by all of this technology. Um, so it's sort of letting, getting the right information to customers, whether it be about our products and services, new um products coming on board, but also, you know, how to optimise the use of the products and services that they have with us today as well. How are you keeping up with the pace of change, I guess, with how consumers, you know, want to interact with you and, and other brands? Yeah, look, we are obviously seek a lot of feedback from our customers ongoing. As I said, we have our NPS mm. survey, so we can really touch customers every day and keep on the pulse of where they're at and what they're looking for. And we are, we are constantly looking to sort of optimise. It's all about measuring, I guess. We measure our interactions, we see where there's issues and we optimise those. We actually found that um, on our NPS scores, we get higher scores where customers have interacted with a virtual agent and a real agent mm. than with the real agent alone, which is amazing. Yeah, so that it is. Can really, you know, these um, technology can really actually enhance the customer experience. Yeah, um, and moving forward, it, it 
potentially a fusion of both the technological and that human element to get the best possible experience. Absolutely. That's that's the ideal. You know, yeah. if it's something that um, can be solved quite quickly, that's great. The virtual agent can assist if they need, if it's something a little more complex or um, in troubleshooting or something mm. like that, maybe it makes a little bit more effort, then absolutely they can get passed through to, to a person if it's um, they need further help. But um, yeah, it's great. I mean, really for us, uh, you know, MPS is uh, one of our key metrics. So yeah. we want to make sure that we're always providing providing that great experience. Perfect. So um, we're going to mix things up a bit now and move into a bit more of a rapid fire round. Um, So who would you look up to as a mentor or muse in the industry? The I was thinking about this a lot. My Angela, I actually got a, my answer is a company. Actually, yeah, great. Um, Disney is probably the the company. I know a lot of people talk about Disney, but um, I really, um, you know, constantly amazed and um, awed by the way they really understand, invest in every single element of their experiences. Um, they've got a very clear purpose around creating happiness mm. that everyone knows right from the start. You know, when you first start with the company, and it's a very top down approach. So um, it's about, you know, employees are actually empowered and they can help create magic for the, the, their guests. But actually behind the scenes, that's where the real power of it lies. I mean, you need to make sure everything, all those supporting um, uh processes and things are in place to ensure it appears magical to a customer Mm. but actually it requires a lot of work and Disney really invest in every single little element of them. We had someone come and speak and I remember them talking about how they with their light bulbs on everything they make sure they never let them run down they only use them until they're about 87 percent capacity and then they replace them so that never there's never a a light bulb that goes out incredible attention to detail just amazing (laughs) and it's all about making people feel feel special so disney Mm. really invests in that and they really want to make sure that everyone walks out of there and wants to come back and has had a really magical experience so it's around that emotional connection as Mm. well not just providing the functional you know that it looks right and they can get to their rides and all that it's about having the emotional side as well so um that's a company i really admire they do um, they do nail it (laughs) (laughs) um what books or podcasts are you consuming right now that that are really helping you with your day-to-day work yeah, look, I usually listen to a, a range of different things. So I love podcasts. Um, you can get to learn about a lot of different things. My current favourite that I'm into is called one called How I Built This, mm. and it's stories of entrepreneurs. So it's a lot of um, different learning about a lot of uh, different companies, different industries, business types, problems that they've faced, um, and see how they've built up and, and their successes and their failures and how they've approached it. Um and overcome some of the challenges. And yeah, some of them are, are enduring. Some of them, you know, maybe from some time ago, but they're still the same kind of challenges I guess we face today. We've got different ways of solving them. Um, but the, the one that really resonated with me from a CX perspective was JetBlue, an airline in the, the mm. US. They had an incredibly strong CX focus right from the start and they were very successful. Um, so it was really um, encouraging to hear how the philosophy that the... the um, the entrepreneur who started up had and how that permeated all of the the way they provided their their services so yeah it was it was it's great to sort of hear about different companies and different things every day it's yeah, very absolutely. inspiring and looking outside of your you know your immediate sector 
looking to other industries. Absolutely. And you've got all sorts from, you know, digital startups and, you know, they've had Slack on there and, you know, then there's JetBlue or there might be the one I was listening to uh, yesterday was about um, setting up a, a digital and online booking system for uh, gym classes. Mm. Um, so it can be anything, but um, yeah, a lot of the challenges are still the same that we all face. So, What is the trend in customer experience and marketing that you're most excited about? And what I'm really interested and passionate about is the power of data and how we can use that data to create, um, you know, an even better customer experience. It, it really gives a lot of opportunities, a lot of uh, flexibility. It gives us so many insights into where our customers are and what their, their needs are and how we can help, you know, enhance their, their experience. Um, we're able then to tailor our services to meet their needs and putting them in control as well of what, what they want and how they want to interact with us. Is there a trend in the industry that you wish would change or stop in some way? The thing that, that bugs me the most, I guess, is, <laughs> as a consumer and a customer is we have disconnected channels. There's a lot of companies setting up a lot of different, I guess, different touch points that aren't actually connected in any way. So I, you know, if I go in store, I want to, you know, I may be on the web while I'm in the store still, or I might be sort of at home on the web and then sort of think, oh, I need to go in store. Where can I go that I can see that product. We really want to, you know, as a, as a mm. customer, I want to be able to um, transition seamlessly, I guess, across. And, and that's, you know, it's often we're not in a linear journey. We just want to be able to jump around. So um, a lot of people talk about omnichannel, but um, we need to really live and breathe that and ensure that we can actually deliver that. Mm. The holy grail of a seamless customer experience. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Um, if you could tell someone 10 years ago one interesting thing about how innovations in, in technology would transform how we connect with our customers, what would that thing be? I think the other thing that's changed in the last 10 years is that everything is on our phone. It's just mm. the whole thing. It's the last thing we touch at night, first thing we touch in the morning. It's our main interaction point. We kind of use it for everything. We, You know, you'd imagine, and we would imagine 10 years ago, yeah, it's our main way to connect with our, our friends and family. Um, but now it's, you know, where we take all our photos, store our memories, we do our shopping, our banking, we, you know, do everything, mm. I think, um, via our phone. I think everyone feels a bit lost if they don't have their phone sort of within arm's reach Definitely. anymore. So it's, um, we need to make sure that, um, you know, our customers can, you know, use their phone if they, um, to, to work with us. As I said, mm. our app is, um, a really key touch point for us and we're doing a lot of work to make sure that that's uh, customers can use that for what they need. I mean, one of our, we're really focused on messaging at the moment. So if they've got a question that they need to ask us, they can message us from the app, they can, you know, pay their bill, they can check their, you know, their usage, they can buy new products, they can do everything, you know, in the, mm. from their uh, their handset. So it's, um, yeah, I think that, I don't think we will have, would have feel, uh, really appreciated that you know, uh, 10 years ago. And we Definitely. don't need money anymore. You just take your phone. And yeah. You don't even need Who cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there any, any any kind of lasting thoughts you wanted to share with our listeners before we before we wrap up? Um, no, I'd just say that the biggest change, I guess, with CX, how it just permeates everything now. I mean, it used to be that there was sort of a, a CX team. Mm. I think now everyone is expected to be um, delivering a great CX 
I mean, uh, we always talk about, you know, everyone at Optus, everyone's the head of CX. We should all be focused on it. We should all be thinking about it. We It's all about the customer and we really have that ethos. I mean, is uh, when Optus was set up, um, it was about providing options mm-hmm. and it was a very customer-focused um, culture and we have that today and and I think we just see that um, going in leaps and bounds that, yep, customer experience is absolutely number one and, um, yeah, well, that's really our key focus area. So Everyone being ahead of CX, what a great note to end on and yeah. a lovely perspective. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Rachel. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Thanks so much. This is the last episode of the Reimagine Marketing series, brought to you by our friends at SaaS, the leader in business analytics software and services, and the largest independent vendor in the business intelligence market. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, comment, and tell anyone that you know that is interested in this industry about this podcast and your favorite episode. You can find Astroncast on all of the major podcast players. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Go to ashtonmedia.com.au slash ashtoncast for more info. This episode was produced by Podpaste and Ashton Media here in Sydney, Australia. Executive produced by Justin Theng, Stephanie Downs, and Stacey Gota. Supervising producer, Darren Lake. Audio production, sound design, and engineering by Eamon Connolly. Story writing producer, Charles Montano. And podcast management by Michelle Lee. Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Media.